Hey everybody, this is your host Sean King with my Youth on Record. We interrupt our regularly scheduled program to bring you stories, observations, and interviews from community artists who, like you, are experiencing the unprecedented, the mundane, the absurd, and the interrupted daily life in a world that changed nearly overnight. My name is Juice Box of Paradise, and I'm your co-host for My Youth on Record Interrupted, a podcast where we explore how artists' personal, professional, and creative lives are transforming in the time of coronavirus. Hi, I'm Sean King. Today our guest is Javier Gutierrez, also known as El Javi. Javi is a Denver-based musician, originally from Mexico City, who has used his time in quarantine and away from the stage to revisit the passion and love of guitar, the things that drew him to become professional in the first place. We had a chance to catch up with Javi and hear how he is staying creative and connected in these trying times. Hello, my name is Javi. I'm a guitarist from Mexico City. And I want to share with you my experience for the past three months or so since quarantine happened and a lot of stuff has been going on around us. What I've realized is something that I didn't know. I've been a musician for 27 years and it first was just something to do and obviously it's a passion of mine, but I never realized the power that music has to connect me to others and also to give others peace and give others a place to find refuge during hard times. When all this started, I lost most of my gigs and I was pretty kind of lost. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't have any jobs lined up. So I started to just playing again for the passion of it. I realized that I spent a lot of years using music as a way to make my living and I forgot how beautiful it was. It became a chore instead of, of something that I enjoy. So when I lost everything, I gained back this beautiful way of approaching playing the guitar, making music. And then I started doing the live broadcast, the live streams on Facebook. And I started to connect with people in a different level. You know, I wasn't, wasn't playing in bars, I wasn't playing in clubs. Instead, I was playing in my living room and sharing my music to other people in their living room as well. So we were in a, all of us, we were in our safe place and I was able to share in a deeper level and make people comfortable, make people happy. So I, I start, realized that I bring joy, that I bring inspiration, that I bring love to others through my music. And that has really transformed the way I feel about my career and my purpose as a musician in this world. Because there's always going to be something um, wrong or difficulties that we're going to have to face. And it's so beautiful that art and music, it's a way to, to bring us back to our true nature that goes beyond any dogma or goes beyond any political view or any social issue that separates us. And music and art 
unites us to be more human and to be a spiritual beings that connect through energy. And to me, music is that is energy that links us together. And uh, that's it. I hope uh, I hope this gives us gives you a little window to to my experience. And I will continue to share music with love and passion for all human beings. Thank you. We want to welcome Javier Gutierrez. Javi, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me, Chef. You said that you said that music is like a it's an energy that that connects spiritual beings. And I think that's a truth that I can relate to. But I find myself personally with my music sometimes drifting from that truth, forgetting that truth, and and a lot of times, I'll say sometimes getting jaded and and disgusted by the music business. So how how do you plan on staying connected to that statement? The idea of being connected to a spiritual being. How how do you feel like how do you feel like that's gonna happen after COVID nineteen? It's a matter of always correcting, you know, like I think a lot of the times in our lifetime we'll receive experiences, maybe messages, things that open our eyes, you know, to a way of being and a way of life that we only imagine it sometimes. But when we actually experience it and and it's something that we want to keep going at it because it feels good and it actually is transformative and it's the way we want to live life, it's just something that we want to keep practicing every single day you know it's like playing the, an instrument you don't get better without practicing so to me consciousness and, uh, and and life it's a reflection of my inner world and to me the experience by being in isolation is that i've been with myself a lot so i'm getting to know myself and actually have conversations with myself and ask like what do how do I really want to live life now that all my systems have collapsed, you know, all, uh, and the world systems kind of have collapsed in a sense, and to reinvent and create a life that reflects my inner world, it's my new practice. It's like how I want to live after all this is over. Like to me, it's not over. It's like I started something new now. <laughs> That's good. How has your music changed since this revelation? More than the music change, I guess, is how I've changed when I play it. Is now my the purpose for me to create music or play notes is not just now for the paycheck or because I have to make songs. Now it's like uh, like in a spiritual practice where I'm channeling the energy around me and messages, maybe even like medicine that comes through me and I, and then I can share it. And to me, that's a, a big statement to understand that what I do is there to be shared. That is not for my gain. That is not for any industry or for any business. Like, so I rather remove myself from the music business in with that mentality, like I'd rather see it as a positive tool that I can use to reach more people, to share my message, but it's, it's not gonna mandate uh, me living my life, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, so do you find yourself enjoying your life and your music more? Yeah. Than... Almost like like I went back to how I felt when I was a teenager. You know, when, you, you, when you're a teenager, you don't know about the music business. You don't know how jaded it's going to get you and then like how you had to like sell out or all this stuff. You know, you just have a dream to be like metallic. And you're like, you don't know all, all the steps to get there. You know, all you know is like from zero to 10 and now traveling through all the numbers in between. I've come to realize that even my dream has changed in a sense. You know, I, I don't want to be a famous rock star. Like I, I actually love just playing because it brings joy and, and happiness to people, you know, and, and, and to be, I feel like we're in a great position now as artists that we can connect directly to the fans instead of not wasting my time, but spending time in venues and in situations where I'm playing for people that don't care, maybe. Yeah. You know, so might as well just only give it to the ones that care and that need it, that are looking for it. How is it different connecting on a screen as far as being in a, in a cafe or on a stage or... How how has the st- the screen connection been for you? You play the song and then it's quiet. <laughs> you know, like first there's no f- noise feedback of like <sighs> the audience is like <sighs> cheering. Uh, but then I started to realize that you're playing to the individual like this. It's like everybody's alone at home watching you. Nobody is in, in a crowd. So when, when you have crowds that are put together, then you're thinking like the psyche of the audience, they're also relating to their surroundings and like, do I look good? Let me take a picture. Let me Instagram this moment. Like, so it actually has been able to slow down the audience too, to just enjoy what I'm playing. Cause they're just in the comfort of their home, you know, like maybe some of them have a good stereo system. So they put it in their surround system uh, in, on their living room and to enjoy a, almost like a private concert of El Javi, <laughs> you know? You, ha- you, haven't, you haven't started one of those uh, cheering tracks yet? No, I, I decided to just focus maybe more on, on communicating, like just talking and, and sharing stories. You know, it becomes almost like a conversation to the other person on the side of the screen. So it's like a, like a chat almost. Yeah, definitely. Since since the isolation, have you had have you had any experiences playing in the park or anything where you're now removing that screen and and having any kind of moments where the sound from your guitar went to someone's ears and not through a computer? Has has there been anything like that? Funny thing, like it never really stopped for me. Uh, I also play for a company where they send me to senior homes and they were the first one to start hiring me again to come and perform for the the elderly and obviously it's like I'm serenading them so I, I set up on the outside of the building and they come out, out of their balconies and then I'm downstairs like playing for them and it's a beautiful experience one because you know that you're bringing such joy to these people and then two to actually play for live people, as you mentioned. And then even the bystanders that are walking their dog and stuff, people will stop. And then I had a crowd in the street as well, you know? So that's how my first coming back to playing live for people. And then I've had a couple of house concerts 
to a very intimate crowd, uh, maybe like 10 people max. I, I want to see one of your, I want to walk by on one of your shows where you're actually serenading some people. That sounds, that sounds like a kind of a, it sounds like a, a movie event in a way. It feels like that, you know, and then surrounded with people with uh, face masks. It's very surreal. I love it, to tell you the truth. You know, uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I hear, like, I wish we were back to normal and stuff, like, normal sucked. Yeah, I agree. Like, things were not good. Like, if we were living in this beautiful fall utopia of, like, our reality was, like, being in bliss, I'll be like, oh, my God, like, why? Why? We lost it, you know? I think now it's beautiful that we have the chance to make things right, at least for ourselves. And and I think a lot of people have gone through that realization, even just not having to go to work. And then they're like, hey, Susan, I think I hate my job. Like, I don't want to go back, you know? And finally, like, they were in face with their true nature because that's what also the pandemic has done to us, you know? All of a sudden, we feel like we might die. Yeah, there's the I mean, there's the reality that people, you know, people still need to get on planes, even if they think it's unsafe, because they have to go to a funeral for their grandmother who passed from COVID or, or someone doesn't get along with someone that they're living with, whether it's a roommate situation or their spouse or whatever it may be. It's like, everything is kind of like hitting at at 11. It's it's at a, it's a different moment. And yeah, if we can be lucky enough to get through and stay sane, there's 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 a lot that can happen for this country and for us as individuals, I think. So I'm with you. I think that there's so much more potential. If someone could wave a wand and say, everything goes back to January 2020, if I just wave this wand, I would I would say, no, I don't want that yet. Uh-huh. I'll be like, hold on, hold on, no, no, this is, we're working towards something here, you know? Yeah, yeah, I could feel that. Javier Gutierrez, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure hearing about your process. It's great to meet you. I look forward to meeting you in real life. And just thank you for taking the time tonight. Yeah, thank you, Javi. You're welcome. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much. My Youth on Record Interrupted is a program of Youth on Record. It was produced by Jamie Duffy and David Layden with the assistance of July Jones and Luis Palacio. Sound engineers were David Layden and Jesus Rodriguez. Podcast operation managers were Mona Magno and Al Neff with marketing and media direction by Andrea Villario Murphy. This episode features music by Sean King and Zoe Moff with original score by Zoe Moff. For more information, visit youthonrecord.org. Do you have a story you want to share? We want to hear from you. Find out how to submit your own story at youthonrecord.org slash myyouthonrecord.